0: Arkansas Department of Education versus Jackson, 2023, Arc 105. The Arkansas Supreme Court reversed a temporary restraining order in a lawsuit challenging a portion of the Learns Act, Act 237 of 2023. The emergency clause was in issue. The Circuit Court granted a TRO to prevent premature termination of employment in this challenge over consolidation of smaller school districts. Justice Hudson wrote, quote, on February 23, 2023, the Arkansas Senate voted to pass the Learns Act, which was then Senate Bill 294. On March 2, 2023, the Arkansas House of Representatives voted to pass the Learns Act with an amendment. The Senate voted to concur in the House Amendment to SB 294 on March 7, 2023. The Learns Act was then sent to Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who signed it into law on March 8. Section 73 of the Learns Act contained an emergency clause which applied to specified parts of the Omnibus Act and caused certain provisions to become effective as of the date of the Governor's approval. End of quote. Reversal of the Temporary Restraining Order The opinion addressed allegations of irreparable harm in support of injunctive relief, including several claims and loss of employment by non-renewal of school teaching positions, but this was insufficient because money damages would be available. We have repeatedly held that harm is normally considered irreparable only when it cannot be adequately compensated by money damages or redressed in a court of law. Apollee's claims regarding the expenditure of funds under the transformation contract are clearly monetary in nature and are therefore not considered irreparable. The alleged harm from the non-renewal of the employment contracts and other adverse effects related to these non-renewals can also be adequately compensated by money damages or redressed in a court of law. In addition, Applees argument that MESD, Marvel Elaine School District, risks being consolidated, dissolved, or divided in retaliation for this lawsuit is entirely speculative and thus does not support a finding of irreparable harm. With regard to Applee's claim that they were deprived of an opportunity to provide feedback on the transformation contract due to its immediate execution, Applees have cited no authority that gives them this right. Furthermore, the board's meeting wherein it approved the transformation contract was open to the public. Finally, the CAPES, Citizens for Arkansas Public Education and Students, appellees claim that their constitutional right of referendum would be impaired is also without merit, as their ability to collect signatures and otherwise pursue their referendum petition on the Learns Act is not affected by the absence of a restraining order." Accordingly, because appellees failed to meet their burden of proving irreparable harm, the circuit court abused its discretion in granting the motion for a TRO. We therefore reverse the circuit court's order, vacate the TRO, and remand to the circuit court." End of quote. Justice Baker concurred, quote, "While I concur in the decision to reverse and remand, I write separately to address the claims that seek to control the actions of the state. Until Board of Trustees of the University of Arkansas versus Andrews, 2018, Arc-12, is overruled, suit against the state is barred. With respect to any remaining claims that do not implicate sovereign immunity, I agree with the majorities holding that the appellees fail to demonstrate that irreparable harm will result in the absence of the TRO. End of quote. Another concurrence by Justice Wood added, quote, I join the majority opinion's reversal because I agree with its conclusion that appellese failed to establish irreparable harm. I write separately because the appellese failed the second prong of our analysis and that they are unlikely to succeed on the merits of each of their three claims. I would reverse the temporary restraining order for this reason as well. Like the eight other state courts that have considered challenges based on the leg- legality of internal legislative processes, We should conclude that this issue presents a non-justiciable political question. Next, the Apple challenge the emergency clause because, they contend, it fails to state an emergency that is necessary for the preservation of the public peace, health, and safety. Arkansas Constitution, Article 5, Section 1. Our court has held that if reasonable people might disagree about about whether the enunciated fact states an emergency— the clause will be upheld. Last, Apollees argue that either all of an act or none of an act must be declared an emergency. Their interpretation of the Constitution reads a requirement into the Constitution that does not exist. Therefore, I also find its argument unlikely to succeed on the merits. End of quote. Another concurrence by Justice Womack added, quote, I join the majority's analysis of the issue of irreparable harm. I write separately to address additional relevant issues and to respond to the dissent. The majority opinion is correct. The appellees will not suffer any irreparable harm absent the temporary restraining order, and therefore, the circuit court abused its discretion. But in my opinion, the appellees have no chance of succeeding on the merits, which is the strongest argument in favor of reversal. First and foremost, Sovereign immunity bars nearly the entirety of the Apollee's lawsuit. Absent an express constitutional provision to the contrary, the state shall never be a defendant in any of its courts. One of these express constitutional provisions, however, is the provision authorizing illegal exaction lawsuits against the state, Thus, except for the narrowly described illegal act- exaction claim about specific payments from the state to the Marvel Lane School District budget for the Friendship Education Foundation, sovereign immunity bars the appellants' claims against the state. End of quote. The concurrence addressed various other issues, including the emergency clause itself, which the General Assembly had authority to declare. Quote, There is simply no irreparable harm to the appellee's from the Learns Act, and there is no likelihood of success on the merits for the appellee's claim that the Learns Act's emergency clause was unconstitutionally passed. Therefore, I would reverse and vacate the temporary restraining order. End of quote. Justice Webb joined Justice Womack, but for argument over sovereign immunity. Chief Justice Kemp, who was joined by Justice Wynne, dissented, The gravamen of Apollee's amended complaint and underlying action seeking declaratory judgment is that the emergency clause, Section 73 of Act 237 of 2023, the Arkansas Learns Act, is invalid and inoperable. In their amended complaint, Apollee's alleged, inter alia, that the emergency clause is invalid because Section 73 of Act 237, entitled Emergency Clause, was not passed by a separate roll-call vote garnering a two-thirds majority, as required by Article 5, Section 1 of the Constitution of the State of Arkansas. It appears that they have demonstrated a likelihood of success on the merits that, by failing to conduct a separate roll-call vote on the emergency clause, the General Assembly did not substantially comply with the requirements set forth in Article 5, Section 1 of the Arkansas Constitution. Thus, I would hold that the circuit court did not abuse its discretion in its ruling on Appellee's likelihood of success on the merits. End of quote. As to the question of irreparable harm, quote, Among those affidavits was one from Jessalia Maples, a plaintiff in the lawsuit and mother of four children who attend public schools in the Marvel Lane School District who swore that preventing the premature application of the Arkansas Learns Act will spare my family immediate irreparable harm. It would cause harm to my children's education by reducing the resources available to educate them and placing control of our district in a charter management company that does not have a strong academic track record. End of quote. End of decision.